Welcome back to another video. I am the Backyard Buddha and I'm sitting here with my friend Jill, who is a fellow coach. Hi everyone. In this video, we're going to talk about how important it is to disrupt your usual way of living and thinking and operating emotionally. And more specifically, because we're here in Sedona. What's the name of this place, this hotel? Uh, Arabella. Arabella. We're staying at the Arabella Hotel here in Sedona. With an amazing fucking view. Uh, we got to go swimming yesterday, but the pool is now closed because of the, the plague. But we're sitting out here in nature, and there's mountains, there's gigantic trees. We'll throw some B-roll in here so you guys can see and be a part and share this experience with us. But, you know, prior to coming here, me personally, and then I'll let Jill share her, her input and share and let her riff. Before coming here, I was super, super, super focused on building out my business and just taking lots of action. And the past two weeks have been really boiling down. Like I had many conversations with Jill saying, you know, I'm gonna cut out all, all play, all, all work, all the time, 24 seven. And there is a certain appeal to that, especially if you are excited and inspired to work on building out your dream reality, whether it is your business, whether it is your, if you're not like a solopreneur or an entrepreneur, maybe you're more focused on your career, maybe it's your health, maybe it's your fitness, like any area of your life that you get inspired and excited to work on and start developing and watering like a garden, that excitement inspiration is fucking magic. It's amazing and it can sustain you just like gratitude can sustain you. I don't care if you're, you're living beautiful butterfly. I don't care if you're living in, in abject poverty and everything is complete shit to most people looking in, if you have gratitude, it allows you to basically take on a different lens, put on a different different set of glasses to look at the situation and see the magic and inherent beauty that is in it, right? Be able to realize the fact that, oh, well, I am alive, which is pretty dope. And it can kind of take some time though to kind of relax into that gratitude, to kind of really Kind of like cement, right? You pour the wet cement and then it kind of takes a bit to harden. It kind of takes a bit sometimes to harden into that gratitude. So that excitement and inspiration, sometimes if not really checked, if awareness is not really brought to that, it can turn to very easily, just like any emotion. This is why awareness being present to the moment meditating, taking care of your health, work on these various areas of your life to cultivate more happiness, cultivate more presence, more awareness. It's so powerful because at any moment, any time, it's very easy to slip into a disempowered state. It's very easy to, to have your state of consciousness to kind of drop a bit without realizing it. It's like, uh, you know, driving here, for example, we're going up mountains, passing all these amazing, beautiful fucking scenery. But as we're getting higher in elevation, your ears start to kind of the pressure starts to build slightly and you don't really realize it till they're stuffed. And you're like, ah, you're trying to like pop your jaw and like swallow a bunch to kind of pop the ears. It works a little bit like that. Sometimes the excitement and inspiration can turn to, you know, obsessiveness and not in a good way. Obsessiveness can be great, but it can also be very um, frenetic. It can be very frustrating, very irritating. You can get lost in the, the dream, the dream of what you're trying to build, the dream of what you're, you're approaching to which might have started off being very eager, anticipating it, excited, it can turn nightmarish. It can turn 
oh, it's never, you know, when is it going to happen? It can take you out of the present moment, which is crazy. Because if you can be in the present moment and enjoy where you're at, enjoy what you're doing, be happy, be grateful, and working towards the things that you want, then it, then it works out. It's great. And you can ride that wave of joy, of appreciation, of fulfillment to your goals. And it's, it's fine. Like, it's good where you're at and it's good where you're going. But as soon as you get lost in the future or lost in the past, both of these, the sweetness can sour. So what inspired me and Jill here to make this video to share with you is that sometimes we get lost in how we're seeing the world and sometimes we're not really aware of the fact that we're not happy and we're kind of, kind of getting off track a bit and how important it is to go into nature and take periods of time to just change the oil, right? Relax, chill out. And especially if you're somebody like me, I'm sure Jill to some extent, probably not as much as me, I'm way too fucking intense and extreme with this, it's not healthy, <laughs> but like consuming so much self-help and stuff, but too much on the action end and do it hustle kind of end, which is really appealing because I want to get stuff done. I, I have all these dreams. I have all these ideas. Jill has all these ideas. We want to make stuff happen. We want to help people. We want to fucking travel the world. We want lots of money. We want to fucking be kind to people, do all these great things, improve our coaching ability. But without perspective, we can get lost in the dream and the dream can turn sometimes into a nightmare. So going into nature, this trip here has been very, very eye-opening for me. And I, I meditated this morning before going back to sleep, and having the idea of like, you know what? I'm not working today. <laughs> I'm gonna relax completely and totally. But during the meditation, the idea popped in my head of, you know what, I'm gonna schedule out specific, like a day or two throughout the week. Or yes, throughout the week, coaching, working on different things, also meditating, also keeping my health as best as I can. But having a couple of days just to myself where I'm not working just doing things that solely make me happy. Because without that, you can get really drained and depleted. It's very easy for that to happen. It's very easy for that to creep up on you. Facts. <laughs> well, I was just saying on Facebook today, like, and I think actually this was inspired by something that you said to me the other day, um, which was like, we need to find a new word for retreat because Retreat sounds like you're running away from something, right? The army's retreating. Run! Uh, and so I decided that my word for this little short trip was going to be recharge. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I didn't even tell you that yet. Uh, so yeah, I decided this little trip was a recharge. And I felt like I needed to recharge because, like Dante said, you know, building your own business, there's a lot of work that goes into it. Uh, there's a lot of thought. A lot of and you, um, you actually as a side point sorry to interrupt you but you're actually diving a lot more deep into building out your own coaching I business am. so if you guys want to follow her on instagram her instagram handle is at wonderful world of jill so uh yeah building your own business it can be um it can feel daunting uh you can feel overwhelmed uh if you sometimes you get a lot of great ideas and you want to execute on every single idea all at the same time and then you realize like 
either A, you don't have the resources to execute on every single one, or B, you don't have, you know, the knowledge that you need, or C, it just feels just really overwhelming uh, to be kind of diving in so deep and doing so much all at the same time. So I think it's really important to take time to recharge yourself and being in nature is one of the absolute best ways to do that. I mean, I can't even tell you what it's like to just sit outside and take a deep breath of air. And I, and I want to say this too, I want to be really sensitive to people that are in places where they don't have the ability to go outside right now and take a deep breath of air. Um, they live in tiny apartments and maybe, you know, the only place they could go is their fire escape, but they can go there and take a breath of fresh air and get out of their house for two minutes, have a breath of fresh air, because even that is being in nature. If you're outside and you can see the sky, maybe you can see birds flying by, you can see a tree somewhere, that's still nature. You're still taking part in- Take a walk. You can take a walk. You know, any of these things that you can do right now are wonderful for your soul. And when you're, you know, as Dante said, you know, I'm just really getting started and I'm diving really, really deep right now, trying to figure out all of the different steps and all of the different layers of this business that I'm creating, this coaching business that I'm creating. But if I don't keep my main focus on why I'm creating, then my head will go off in all different directions. Just so, happiness. Yeah, I, I have to keep my main focus on my why which is helping other people. That's my purpose here on earth. That's what I know I'm here to do. That's what brings me happiness. That's what makes me feel my best. So when I feel my best, I do my best and I do my best work for others. So it's super important for me to be able to recharge every once in a while. And nature has been the best way I have found to do that. Absolutely. And this brings up two, two kind of ideas that I want to share with you guys, which is one, shifting from being the, the slave pyramid builder, which is basically you whipping yourself into action to lay the next brick into the foundation versus the inspired pyramid builder where you leap up with an idea. When I am taking lots of action, it's coming from one of those two places. It's coming from either I'm being overwhelmed and I'm trying to like grasp it like, okay, this one, and then implement it, and it's like, oh, and then this one, uh, and, uh, and that one. And as I'm scrambling, and it feels very like, like even if I do get a great idea, it's not enough. It's like the next thing, and the next thing, and the next thing, and the next thing, and there's no pause, there's no space, there's no, there's no relief there. It's just intensity, not in a good way, very, very overwhelmed. So when I do find myself in a very grounded space, when I am aware, when I am present, and I'm taking inspired action, that is from a very, 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 very different place. It's very, very calm. It's very, very detached. I'll have an idea and I'll be like, that's great. I want to do that. And it's like, it's just here. It's like a lighthouse in the storm. Like it's very easy to spot and there's nothing else in the surrounding area, in my surrounding awareness, that's like yanking at my attention. And instead of like grasping, fumbling to trying to do it, it's like, no, no, I want to do that. I have to do that. I want to do that. And then the other thing is respecting your own balance, right? Your own mm -hmm. makeup, your own energy, your own specific, unique template for living life. Not all of us are going to be 
Uh, one extreme example would be Dan Pena, I believe, who's featured on the show London Real. He's like a billionaire. He's like, everyone's a fucking loser, fucking ass, da 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 He's very intense, very aggressive, and worth a lot of money. And then you can look at somebody like, let's say, Eckhart Tolle, or Abraham Hicks, or Ralph Smart. These guys are extreme, like, the, the, we were watching a Ralph Smart video this morning. The energy leaking, emanating from the video is palpable. You don't see it coming off in waves. After watching him, or Abraham, or any of these really, really awesome spiritual teachers, you feel immediately uplifted. You have a different energy. So, I'm not saying be Dan Pena. I'm not saying be Ralph Smart. I'm saying be yourself. What is your blend? of the two are you leaning a little heavy on the dan pina side but you're happy or are you leaning a little bit on the Ralph smart side whatever your degree is it's important to honor your degree honor your blend and not feel that you have to compensate or you have to work on something that's actually seemingly something that is good but it's actually carrying you away from your circle of power it's actually taking away from your overall energy it's actually taking away from your overall creativity it's actually a drain so instead of doing that, respect your own happiness, respect your own desires and come at it from an inspired place. And like Jill was saying, it's, it's very, very key to have time in nature, have time to detach from what you're doing to get some perspective. Because without the perspective, we're kind of working to a mental breakdown, working towards that. You know, every, every step we take seemingly is, is for our own benefit, but at the end of the, the, the track, at the end of the path, it's gonna to lead to like complete overwhelmment, collapse, and it's gonna set you back. And it's gonna actually put you into retreat. So before you actually retreat, recharge. <laughs> I love that you said blend. Um, I like the word balance, right? Um, I, look at, I look at people like from a whole person perspective, like on a circle, if you look at all the things that make up a really balanced and happy life, there's a lot of different things, right, on that circle. Um, it has to do with nutrition. Seven day vegan challenge. That's a Ralph Smart thing. Seven day vegan challenge. There's nutrition. Jeez. <laughs> Infinite water. I love Ralph Smart. It's amazing. I do too. I love Ralph Smart. We love you, Ralph Smart. Um, nutrition is one thing. You know, what's your nutrition like? Is it giving you energy or is it sapping you of your energy? What is your movement and exercise routine like? Is it bringing you joy and happiness? Or is it something you hate doing every day? Can you find something that makes you a little bit happier to do that still brings you that, that part of the balance of your life, the exercise and the movement? What's your sleep like? Are you getting restful? What, what's your perfect sleep, right? So much of this is about looking inside and seeing what's right for you and also I would say experimenting with what feels right to you and finding the right balance. You know, you were saying maybe you're gonna take two days off a week, you know, for yourself. Maybe that feels like the right balance for you. Maybe somebody else would say, I just need one day off a week. Maybe somebody else would say, I need three days off a week. And it's all okay. Not comparing. Not comparing. It's all okay because it's unique because you're a unique individual. So you need to do what feels right and what feels best for you. Um, definitely being in nature. I, I cannot sing the praises of nature enough, honest to God. If you can hear birds chirping, you're gonna be, it's gonna put you, I guarantee you, at least 10% happier, if not more. If you can see blue sky somewhere, again, it's just gonna add to your day. It's gonna add to your peace of mind. It's gonna add to your happiness. 
And, and that's how you start these building blocks of the feeling happier and happier and happier and happier and feeling as though you can take the time to recharge, right? Because people that are living in anxiety and fear and oh my God, I'm so overwhelmed. I gotta get this done, I gotta get that done. Oh my God, the deadlines, the deadlines, the deadlines. You know, you can't find any balance because you're just focused in one area of your life and, and you're not balancing everything out. You're not looking for your peace of mind. So where your peace of mind is, is finding what works best for you following those tenants for you, making up your own manifesto, making up your own tenants for how you want to live a happy life and letting nature be a part of it. Because I feel like nature is healing and is healing for everyone. I don't think there could be possible. I can't imagine it. Can you imagine nature not being healing for one person on this planet? I just, I can't Even imagine. Even the most angry, depressed person, like you can even in my darkest moments i remember taking a hike or something and just tripping out just like, yeah you know why because it, it boosts your endorphins because the combination of being outside breathing fresh air and getting exercise ups your endorphins just like sex does just like chocolate does just like other things do mm. ups your endorphins chocolate. chocolate let's talk about chocolate for a while cacao, we'll talk about cacao. that's a great point you're making because you know the, one of the most powerful ways to get some of that perspective, right? If we're constantly in, in the mode of doing, 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 and comparing our unique blend to other people's unique blend, other people who are completely unique, no one in, on the planet is like that person. They are the first and last of their kind. And comparing like, my life should be exactly like their life. When we're stuck in that, we're not in our power. Again, we're, we're bleeding all of our energy, all of our brilliance, all of our creativity you know, out. It's kind of like we have like a, like a knife in us. This is like leaking vital life force and taking out the knife of compar comparison, taking out the knife of, of busyness. The, what I found, one of the most, most powerful ways that I found to do that is to, number one, go in nature, have extended periods where you're not doing anything except relaxing and getting present. And the second thing, is actually taking time each day in daily doses to practice that state of awareness, to practice getting present through meditation. That allows the clouds in the sky to clear and you to actually receive pure ideas, unique ideas. There's a quote by Nikola Tesla and he says, the paraphrasing, the art of, of having a, you know, brilliance or, or creative ideas, is, the secret to that is be alone. Mm. Be alone. That's the secret to having great ideas. Be alone. This morning, I had that great idea when I was meditating. Oh, I had an idea for a new show and I had an idea to take days off. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy idea. Wow. But if I was stuck doing, 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 if I would just went to bed, woke up, and let's say not meditated and just launched into something, I would have been stuck in that track and it's kind of like um, like those racehorses, you know? They, they put these blinders on so the horse can't look to the sides to see other horses. It's just like, you know, galloping down the track. And meditation is kind of like taking those blinders off and going, oh my God, wait a minute. It, it allows some detachment to realize that this isn't really working. I'm not really happy. And when you get quiet, you can actually start to hear and receive those great ideas. You start to have access to inspiration to creativity. So 
One thing you can do to start practicing meditation is tapping the link in the description below and signing up for my free three-month meditation academy where you work alongside me and other academy members like Jill. And it's dope, and I promise you, you will enjoy it. It's a fun group. Absolutely. Um, you know, there's two coaches that I really admire um, that have both had the same message about getting so busy that they needed to find some way to recharge because they just were about to head off the deep end and lose their minds. Uh, Gabby Bernstein talks about it all the time, how she was, you know, so frenetically working for a while that she just had to dial it back, take a step back, you know, find some balance for herself. Another person I really admire is Hillary Rushford, um, who's a great uh, person on Instagram to follow, both Gabby and, and Hillary are great to follow. And, um, and she talked about the same thing, you know? And I think when you take that time to, this is really about self-love and self-care, you know that. That's really at the center of all of this. When you take time to care about yourself, to love yourself enough, to look at the different pieces of your life, work being one of them, and figure out how to balance so that you can still have peace of mind, you can still feel great, this is an important thing for you to do. I mean, because that's when the good ideas flow. That's, you know, in the relaxation, the good ideas flow, the good inspiration flows. Uh, the more you're, you feel that you're able to help other people, um, it's just so much more can come into your life when you are living sort of a more balanced lifestyle where it's not just like, if you think of it like a pie, right? If like half of your pie is all work, and the other half then is only allowed to be divided into little slivers of like family, friends, exercise, you know, good nutrition, whatever. And those are tiny slivers, but the biggest part of it is work. Then you're a little bit out of balance. No, I wouldn't say a little bit out of balance. I'd say a lot out of balance. So you want to try and, and balance everything out. So that all the pieces of the pie are equal, right? Equal in measure. And, and talking about meditation, spirituality, you know, that's just another piece of that pie that can bring you an inner peace so that those ideas and that inspiration can flow. And believe it or not, then you get more work done, more effortlessly. Don't you find that when you say to yourself, I know I do this to myself all the time, this is hard. This is why, this is why people, I'm gonna tell you now, this is why I have stopped, started and stopped my coaching business so many times because there are so many different pieces to it. And I have the tendency to say, this is hard. I don't know how to do this and I'm freaked out. I'm totally freaked out by having to learn something new, totally freaked out by the amount of work I have to do. And, and so I just stop. Okay, that's not a great idea. I don't wanna stop. I wanna go. I wanna go and help people like you, like everyone, anyone that needs this kind of help. So stopping myself you know because it's hard stopping myself because i feel overwhelmed well it's i don't need to stop i need to get rid of the thought it's hard i need to get rid of the feeling i'm overwhelmed so how do i do that how do we do that we go inside we meditate we journal we go out in nature we find peace of mind, however we can, whatever makes us happy, whatever fills our hearts with joy. That's how we're able to come back to the table and say, I'll figure this out. This isn't hard. 
I got this. I know that I'm going to find people that are going to help me, that are going to teach me things that I need to know. I'm going to find resources I didn't have before. This isn't hard. It's effortless. And it's just about changing the thought, you know? So trying to find balance, making all the pieces of the pie in equal measure with you in the center, you in the center, loving yourself, caring enough about yourself to have that balance. Part of that can be meditation. Part of that can be being in nature. It all works together. It's what brings your heart joy. And once you feel that joy, then you are uplifted. You have more ideas. You have more inspiration. You have more energy to do more work. You look at somebody like Gary Vee, Gary Vee puts in crazy amounts of hours. And he's happy. And he's happy. And he's helping people. How does he put in all that work? How does he have all that energy? I mean, I don't know about his energy drink, you know, intake or his coffee intake. Okay. <laughs> no, don't say that. He didn't mean that, Gary Vee. But he's got tons of energy. And I believe that it's because he lives a balanced life. I think he can work the, the insane amount of hours he does because he's got so much energy and that energy comes from living a balanced, ha a, a balanced happy life. I 100% agree with you. I think that one smart thing to do is to expose ourselves to a lot of, lots of different information and also important to have conflicting um, pieces of information. Even if, like, I, I actually love obviously too much love characters like dan pina um rsd derrick uh, gary vaynerchuk he's dan pina's here gary vaynerchuk's like over here right <laughs> he's more closer to the spiritual side probably like over here really to be honest but like even that having conflicting opinions of like you're a fucking loser hustle you're one with the universe examining both of these and extracting what resonates from each but being mindful not to say oh, I, I extracted this piece of value, but making sure like before you, you kind of like, if you, if you want to take it as like, you mine a piece of gold from this person, take, have a takeaway from this person, to like, make sure to blowtorch all the dark parts off of the gold so you just have the pure gold before you put it in your, you know, cash, your storage house of gold, right, of knowledge. That, that's, that's in your circle of power, that is applicable to your unique blend. You see somebody and you might be inspired by, by what they're doing, but do not take it as if, don't, don't take it to mean that you need to do exactly what they're doing to the T. Bring more presence and awareness when you're looking at these things and ask yourself, why do I like this? And how do I want to apply this to my life? In a, in, a, in a way that is alignment with happiness. The video we watched this morning with Ralph Smart, he talked about the 10 simple rules to happiness. And then number one, first rule, is make happiness a priority. And I think this is fucking phenomenal. The criteria of, of everything that we're doing should be coming from this main tenet that is, is this making me happy? If it's not making me happy, what am, what am I doing? It's, I'm just blowing... <laughs> shooting holes in my fucking ship. What you said about extracting from, well, first of all, I think it's great to watch a lot of YouTube. Let me reframe that. I think it's great to 
look for people that you resonate with, either on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, wherever that is. When you find people that you resonate with, keep going. Take, I, I have this, what I call the big sifter theory of life, right? It's like one of those old fashioned sifters my mom used to use to like make a cake. You know, you put the flour in and you, and you sift it. Um, put in everything, dump it all in, and then sift out what you don't need and keep the rest, right? Not everything is gonna work for you. Some, some spiritual teachers, some coaches, different things are not gonna work for you. Find what works for you. Find what makes you happy. When something doesn't make you happy, give it the boot. You don't need it. You don't need gauge it, it. Gauge it with how much peace it's giving you. Right? Make that your gauge, make that your criteria. Is this giving me more happiness and inner peace or is it making me feel less peace? Another thing with like health, let's say, is what I'm putting into my body making me more tense and stressed or more relaxed and vibrant? Mm. And the, the last thing I wanna share is, I shared a video maybe a couple back talking about developing a consistent bedtime and morning routine or morning time to go to bed more accurately. And the inspiration for that video was I stayed up too late that night filming that video the night before working. I was like, oh, I should go to bed. And I was like, oh. I was kind of reading a book. I was kind of inspired. And I was like, I want to do like a couple more tweets and, and like put out a couple more of these things. But the place it was coming from wasn't awareness, wasn't presence, right? It was it overextend myself to make me more tired. And then the next day I'm more depleted. I have, I'm less you know, inspired to do things. Um, I'm more you know, likely to judge myself, self-attacking. If I take a step back, to actually go to bed, yes, I don't get you know as much done, but the next day I wake up, I'm completely recharged and refreshed, and I can actually take a bigger step forward. So, what we're talking about here, going into nature, meditating, you know, eating healthy vegetables, fruits and vegetables, working on your your diet, having things that like rivers inflowing to a to a main you know lake, having these various rivers come in that are adding to your overall power, your overall reservoir of well-being, your overall reservoir of happiness, of, of inner peace, of stillness, a lot of these things seem like you're taking a step back and you are retreating, but you're <laughs> retreating to recharge. And if you're not recharging, then you're going to be depleted. You're going to feel drained and everything is going to be hard and life is going to seem like it's betraying you. It's not on your side when in actuality, everything all around you is 24 seven screaming, look, opportunity, vibrancy, you're amazing, you're alive, you're totally okay. Support, 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 support. So. That was good, that was a good point you just made. Yeah. Thank you. So I tap the link in the description below, sign up for the Meditation Academy, go follow Jill on Instagram at. Wonderful World of Jill. Get out into nature. Yes, eat some, Eat some fucking peaches. <laughs> and raspberries and blueberries. Go swimming. Go swimming. Feel the sun on your face. Even if it's just for a second, feel the sun on your face. And do it makes you happy. <laughs>